This is the Create Love, Create Freedom podcast. My name is Allison Fisher, and on today's episode, I want to discuss women who mother men and the men who let them. So one of the things that I would really like to flush out during this episode is really women and our instinct to mother. Um, but also why a woman feels like she has to mother a man, what that man looks like, how he acts, and then also what each, uh, both the masculine and the feminine are really looking for from a partner and why the masculine really allows a woman in some circumstances to mother him. So first, let's discuss the mother archetype. Um, so when I, when I think about, you know, mothering and also kind of uh, researching and flushing out this topic, I think it's really important to look at what healthy mothering really is and who it's for. So women who embody the healthy feminine archetype of mothering they don't mother their men. They mother their children. Now, because they have that kind of mother instinct, um, many men find this very attractive. But these are also men who are not asking their wives, their women to mother them, right? Uh, so an example of a mother woman is Aisha Curry, uh, Steph Curry's wife. Um, We can also see a blend of the mother in Michelle Obama. She's also very much a sage woman. Um, We can also see it certainly in Mother Teresa, Princess Diana. We can see it in Oprah. Uh, We can see it in Dolly Parton, Susan Sarandon. These are women who really embody the mothering archetype. We also see this in Nigella Lawson, uh, the the chef. but they do have the following kinds of characteristics, which many men um, really gravitate towards. Uh, king men certainly gravitate towards mother women. Um, Steph Curry has a bit of the king archetype uh, within him. Uh, certainly so does um, Barack Obama. Um, so does uh, LeBron James. He is married to a predominantly mother woman. And so these healthy characteristics of the mother um, are very family-oriented values, whether that's towards uh, their kin, their country, um, their circle of friends, or even just humankind, you know, their community. Um, They tend to be very persistent, uh, very emotionally resilient, and this kind of woman really represents the maternal instinct fulfilled through pregnancy or through providing physical, psychological, or spiritual nourishment to others. She has this kind of natural mothering instinct. And mother women are often warm and generous, down to earth. They're very rooted. They're also very approachable. And 
Mothers are nourishers and they're sustainers of life. They value life. They often give life. Um, This peaceful, life-sustaining mother principle overall and over time has really been suppressed since the rise of patrilineal father-oriented civilization. Um, And so I see in our society, mother women in general, but also the act of mothering is not considered as important as perhaps some other aspects of the feminine. Um, But connecting to this archetype is very instinctive for a woman. Um, It comes on very strong. And the maternal instinct certainly is not what makes a woman a woman. But in general, this instinct and impulse to mother is not something that has to be learned. It's very natural within women, even women who, you know, don't have children. You'll see um, immediate uh, protection if a, if a child is starting to fall or looks like they are in a um, unsafe situation, right? I've watched plenty of women just like lunge forward, right? To, to protect that child, to do whatever, or just that deep sense of caring, that deep sense of instinctive connection, nurturing another person, that, that ability to be approachable. In women, this is not something that needs to be learned, that needs to really be cultivated. Um, it's a very natural instinct. And this is one of the reasons why I find that it's very instinctual for a woman to fall into the trap of mothering her man. Now we'll get into the kind of man that she mothers, um, because, you know, a, a king man, right? A LeBron James, a Barack Obama. Um, these are not men who instinctively trigger the mother. They, they trigger her, um, ability to nurture them. They appreciate that. Um, they appreciate her warmth, her generosity, but they don't need her to mother them. But they also really appreciate her warmth, her nurturance with the children that they have together. So, you know, women have been bringing life into the world since the beginning of time. And this instinct to mother really allows women to transcend ego, right? Oftentimes, and I believe in especially in today's society, women who are mothers often put themselves last and sacrifice for everyone around them. And I think that this is another reason why uh, women and that mothering instinct, um, especially by society that's really put on the back burner, um, when we are paired with a man who doesn't step up. Um, this can really trigger that need to mother, need to take care of everything. And then what it does in, in, uh, return is it completely and utterly depletes her. Right. And so she doesn't have that kind of warmth and that love. Uh, it gets dried up. Right. So 
what I have really found is that the masculine who has not yet explored his own shadow will align with the feminine partner who keeps him tame, complacent, and uninspired. Oftentimes, he needs a woman to mother him. So instead of learning how to control his own lower urges, he uses the shame associated with disappointing her to keep him in check. He fears his own power. So he settles for a life where he can't express the full spectrum of his masculine energy, his masculine power, and his masculine purpose. And we often see this within the wounded father archetype. Uh, the, in that case, the masculine has not really fully developed his, uh, in his early years. So instead of learning how to control his shadow or work with his shadow, he finds a feminine partner to settle down with who he feels will keep him from really behaving badly, right? What do little boys need from their mother? They need someone to keep them from behaving badly. And for a man, this often starts very early in childhood. Um, he never fully developed. And so this keeps the masculine's growth stunted, which then in turn asks the woman to mother him more. So it's a vicious cycle. And it also keeps him unable to explore the lower, um, the, the realms of lower expression within him without needing uh, an authority figure to correct him or a mother figure to really shame him, um, to really keep him in line. And so when the feminine has to play the role of mother, counselor, or teacher in a relationship, this really blocks the masculine's full potential. And so in order to move through this, he needs to get to know his own shadow deeply and intimately so that he can um, really transform that, that dark, that shadow energy, that part of himself that hasn't been developed and use that power to step into really heart-connected leadership. Uh, whether that's within his home, whether that's within his career, um, and, and really be the authority over himself in his own life. Instead of needing his wife to be the authority figure for him. Now, in my mind, certainly, um, most women don't want to have to do this. But most women who are in that space of needing to mother their husbands, they also settled. They settled for a masculine man who was much less threatening, right? He wasn't fully seated in his power. So how could he possibly pose any sort of threat to her? So both of these kind of, uh, both this masculine and this feminine really come into their, their partnership, their union, their marriage, um, from a place of lacking. They haven't learned how to give themselves, you know, the life that they truly want. 
right? They're still stuck in somebody else has to really help me along the way. And in a healthy relationship, for sure, we help each other. But one person doesn't have to take on the burden of the other person who has not fully developed themselves. And what I find is that women who have this instinct to mother their men are also coming at the coming to the relationship with some unhealed wounds, some trauma, um, and some aspects of themselves where they haven't fully stepped up into their full power. Otherwise, they wouldn't tolerate this from a man. So what I have found is, um, you know, for men, if you act like a little boy or a man child, your woman will be compelled to mother you. Again, remember when we talked about the mother archetype, it doesn't need to be taught. It doesn't need to be learned in a woman. It, it's a very natural instinct. Now, some women have more of it than others, but a woman is very compelled to do so if her man acts like a little boy. And for women, if you act like a mother, you support your man's immaturity and boyish behavior. So mothering typically comes from subconsciously not trusting a man's masculinity. So, you know, mothering a man can mean trying to solve his problems for him, constantly giving him direction for himself, for you, for the family, right? He hasn't stepped into his leadership role. That doesn't mean that you also can't be a leader as well, but he doesn't show up as an equal with you in that partnership. Um, also, you know, needing to kind of boss him around, go clean out the garage. I've asked you 17 times. Um, you know, winter's coming. I need to put the car in the garage. All your crap is in there, right? Bossing around, um, you know, trying to get a man to do something. And then also, um, one of the others is very much emotionally coddling him. When you marry or partner with a man who can't emotionally step up, then you're the one who really has to emotionally nurture him. He's emotionally neglectful. And what this does is it deeply drains a woman. And when a woman is deeply drained or she's having to step up into the masculine role, then her feminine energy dies out and she's operating only from her masculine. Now, these sorts of things, right? The solving problems for him, um, constantly giving him direction, bossing him around and emotionally coddling him this isn't what a man wants. Um, and this is also not what a man needs. And neither does a woman, right? Like, as a woman, I don't want to be the one who constantly has to tell him what to do or what direction we're going or moving forward in our lives. I need a man who is full in his purpose, um, who takes on this role. 
I can still nurture him, but that's very different than mothering him, than coddling him, than bossing him around, than giving him directions, uh, solving problems. And so, you know, the truth is men don't want to date or marry their mothers. And women don't want to date or marry a boy. They want to date and marry a man. So what does a man want from a woman? He wants her to believe in him. He wants her honest expression of what hurts her and what she desires from him. He wants her clear communication and boundaries. He's not afraid of those kinds of things. Um, he wants her openness, her receptivity, her feminine radiance. Well, she can't be in her feminine radiance if she's having to step into the masculine role and mother her spouse, her partner, her man. He's not a man at that point. He's acting like a boy. Um, a man also wants her softness and playfulness. And he also wants her intuitive wisdom. As women, offering our intuitive wisdom is not the same thing as mothering. Giving direction, giving opinion, um, also being soft and, and playful and open, receptive. These are very feminine qualities, but they don't they're, they're distinctly different from the mothering role. We're not having to take over from that kind of man. We're not having to, to really coddle him or, or give him the direction that he needs. Um, a woman who's, who's very healthy and who's married a very healthy man, the very healthy masculine inspires his masculinity with her embodied feminine. Oh, sure. She moves throughout the day in, into more masculine, um, energy, right? Uh, when she's at work, when she's, uh, you know, focused on her business, when she's goal oriented, but then she can also move back into that, that feminine nature, that sense of nurturance, that sense of, of warmth and radiance and receptivity and openness, playfulness, softness, and also her intuitive feminine wisdom. And now, if you do this as a woman, if you let go of needing, maybe it's not the need to um, mother the man, but maybe it's you've decided, hey, let's take a look and see if I step fully into my feminine role or my femininity when I'm in proximity or relationship with him and I let him solve his own problems. I listen. I offer some advice, some suggestions, show him his blind spots, but I, I don't solve his problems for him. Um, you know, you don't, you don't constantly give him direction. You don't emotionally coddle him. You expect him to take full responsibility for his own emotions and feelings in the relationship. Well, if you do this, this doesn't guarantee that a man will step up for you. Um, you can't force or control a man. 
into becoming emotionally available or more connected with you. And so if you clearly express your desires uh, to him and he continuously neglects you, then he's really showing you with his actions where he stands. Um, You know, kind of how much he's willing to grow, move forward, step into his very strong, uh, powerful, yet still loving masculine leadership role. And again, a, a man desires to be nourished by his woman. He doesn't want a woman who's demanding or controlling or condescending. But to attain a healthy feminine woman, he also has to be mature in his masculinity. He has to be grounded, present, clear. He has to be consistent. And he has to be strong but gentle. And what this really takes is transformation on his part. He has to move beyond his superficial, uh, his wounded, um, his immature masculine. He also has to move beyond his distorted masculine. And he has to move forward into the mature and into the awakened. Um, And this takes really stepping up into his masculine nature. Um, It also means that he has to address some things from childhood. Maybe he didn't develop fully, but he decides that this is something that's important to him as well. And he steps up into that. That way, the woman he's with, she doesn't have to play small to fit into a toxic culture. She doesn't have to sacrifice her soul and her well-being for money uh, because he refuses to work or get a better job or whatever. Um, or, you know, because she's so focused on the boyish husband, the boyish man, the boyish partner, you know, she can't take time to develop her innate gifts. Um, and so, you know, what happens in, in that case, if she's not able to do these things, when she does play small, um, when she does sacrifice everything, she becomes dry and brittle. And so she's no longer in her lush, her green, her vibrant, radiant feminine. She's now moved into her, um, very she, she very much dominates her feminine with her masculine. And so she also has to really work on, you know, the, the woman really has to work on bringing her masculine and her feminine energies to a place of equality, not necessarily balance. So they don't have to be perfect, right? A 50-50. But she needs access to both, and she needs access to a healthy side of both, as does a man. Um, and, and she can really only manifest an equal partnership with the masculine when he also does the same. So when the masculine is primarily operating from uh, the wounded or the distorted energy, He can really try to bypass a lot of steps. 
he, he may know the kind of feminine woman that he wants. And sometimes that could be a woman who mothers him, who coddles him, but it could also be this, the, the vision of the perfect woman, right? Where he is full in his power and so is she. Um, but instead he'll stay connected to a superficial feminine energy and the superficial energy he often shows up with, um, the, the feminine with the feminine partner that he chooses to have a relationship with. Um, it's really a representation of his own inner feminine. So just like the, the woman in, in the case of being a woman who constantly tries to mother her man, she needs to develop within herself a healthy masculine, not this controlling dominant. Well, if you, if you're not going to do it, then I've got to step up and do it which an unhealthy masculine within a woman crushes her feminine. But um, in, in the case where she's decided to let go of the mothering, she's decided to step up into her own uh, power. She has a very healthy relationship with the masculine. It guides her. It keeps her focused in certain times, but she's also got a deep connection with her healthy inner feminine. And the same is true. Uh, it's basically the reverse for the man, for the boyish man who needs to step up out of his wounded or his distorted state, right? Um, he really needs to, you know, step into and, and, and make a change with his inner feminine. He needs access to that inner feminine um, because, and he also needs access to a very healthy masculine within himself. And both aspects of the masculine and the feminine within him have most likely been stunted in some sort of way in childhood. It could have been an oppressive mother or father, or it could have been a uh, mother or father who um, wasn't present. Um, it could have also been a mother or father who um, were very irresponsible, right? Didn't lead in the way that would teach him how to do the same. Um, so if he doesn't step forward, if the masculine doesn't transform himself from this kind of boyish state, what happens is he will very often continuously uh, hit roadblocks in the form of financial issues, unfulfillment in his life, and or uh, difficulty grounding his true purpose. So these are all aspects of the things that both the masculine and the feminine need to change. Um, but before we end today, I did want to discuss really some things that uh, I think I've got three here that really turn a woman on. So instead of the, the boyish man, right? What does stepping into the really healthy masculine, um, the masculine who's the, the equal partner that a woman doesn't have to mother 
What does that really look like? So for women, um, one of the first is follow through. A man that does what he says he's going to do builds trust with a woman. And a woman will really struggle to respect and feel safe with the, with the man or the masculine unless he honors his word. He cannot honor his word to her if he has not moved beyond his distorted, superficial, wounded, and immature masculine. He's got to create growth within himself. He's got to look at his shadow self as well. Um, Another thing that really turns women on and again, moves us away from that state of needing to mother you is grounded presence. A woman really wants to feel that a man is grounded in his truth, in his purpose, and in his love for her. Um, specifically when he gets triggered, um, because she pushes him and she tests him. Um, I did a podcast episode, um, a few months ago, probably now, um, that was on feminine testing and the healthy feminine doesn't test a man in order to aggravate him or bother him. He is, or excuse me, she is his Oracle. She's his intuitive feminine wisdom. She's a guide, but she's not his mother. And so a man who remains grounded is much safer to a woman than a man who disconnects from her when she tests him in order to help him to grow and move towards his purpose. Because again, a a woman who's testing a man in a healthy way, she doesn't do it to aggravate him. She does it to help him grow. She does it to help him move towards his highest purpose. Which again, if he's moving towards growth and his highest purpose, she doesn't need to mother him. She can just simply mother their children. Or if they are pet parents, (laughs) she can, you know, mother their pets or whatever. Um, And then the third way that, that... a man or the masculine really is a turn on for the feminine is a man who's rooted in his confidence. Um, confidence is a huge thing. A man with confidence has inner strength. He has moved from the arrogance of his distorted masculine into the true confidence of his divine feminine. Right? Because he needs both as well. Confident, ar- arrogance comes from the place of the distorted masculine, the masculine who's trying to manipulate and control, um, or he simply, you know, the wounded masculine really wants the woman to, uh, the feminine to mother him, to take care of his needs. Um, but the divine masculine is connected to his divine feminine. And that's where his true confidence comes from, is having access to both the healthy masculine and his healthy feminine. And so uh, a man with confidence will protect. He'll take the lead and assert himself. He will have clear direction. He will have clear intentions. He will require and give total service. 
He won't just give it. He will also require it. A woman who's focused on service isn't interested in mothering a little boy, a boyish man. He will also require and give total trust. Total trust is something that is built over time. And total trust cannot be built on a boyish man, his boyish energy, his need to be mothered. And a man with confidence will also require and give total honesty. He will give the honesty, but he will also expect it in return. Again, he's decided to pair with a woman who is his oracle, his spiritual counterpart, um, the woman that is nurturing, is loving, is open in her radiance, is playful, but she is not um, his mother. She doesn't need to mother him because he's in this healthy um, healthy place. So um, again, those were just some thoughts of mine when it really came to why women mother and the kinds of men that they do mother. Um, and then just kind of some, some ways to really break out of that. Um, if you are, whether you're a man or a woman, if you are interested in um, growing um, moving towards personal growth, moving towards, uh, your self-discovery, um, healing your wounds and your trauma, uh, please check out our members club. Um, each month I present a new self-healing topic. Uh, last month was boundaries and, um, we go through a different topic each month. And it is a self-guided tour. So you can go back and forth between months. You can look at past videos and past workbooks and go through those at your own pace to do your own healing work. And then you have access to it um, to go back to it, you know, uh, several months later, if you uh, so feel, um, if you feel called to do that. And um, it is a community of people who are really working on their own self-development, their own personal growth, and their own healing, um, really taking a look at their shadow self, um, the qualities within themselves that are in the darkness that they try to repress, and they want to bring into the light. And uh, specifically, we are doing shadow work in October. Uh, so if that is something that is of interest to you, please go to create love freedom podia.com. Um, or you can also take a look at the members club, um, by clicking on the link in our Instagram bio. And we are at create love freedom on Instagram. And next month we will also be releasing a new course and I'm very excited about it. Um, I think that it will do a lot to help women heal and it is on the father daughter wound. Um, I will also be doing a course in the future on the mother-daughter wound. Um, but whether you have wounds and trauma from your biological father, or even as we discussed when it comes to women who mother men, um, there's also a societal element. 
And this comes from a very masculine dominated society. Um, also putting a lot of masculine values onto us as women. And so in the course, we really dive into uh, what that looks like, um, how a woman can kind of present in terms of um, needing to do a little bit of this work. And uh, funny enough, I am someone who has an excellent father. So I have less biological father wounds but I certainly have a lot of cultural father wounds and uh, that I've had to work through as well. So um, if you are interested in healing the father-daughter relationship, um, this course would be excellent for you. And so you can go to our website, createlovefreedom.podia.com. Until next time.